Welcome to another episode of Cocktails, Tangents, and Answers. I am Caitlin Dre, and we have a special treat for you this week because we have Christian filling in for our beloved benevolent dictator, Rich, who is supposed to be on vacation, but did um, not block his calendar the way that he should have. So it kind of snuck up on all of us. Uh, We miss you, Rich. We're so glad you're taking some time off, but um, we're also excited for you to come back. So welcome, Christian. Thank you for filling in. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Are you? I'm nervous about this. I'm going to (laughs) be fully transparent. Um, My main goal in like coworker relationships is to befriend Christian. He's a tough nut to crack. He just is like, plays his cards pretty close to the vest. So when producer Zach said that you volunteered to fill in i was shook as as the youth youths say i was shooketh i didn't know what to do with that information so um what what changed your tune i'm always willing to fill in for anything over (laughs) seo you know that come on that's fair you are you are willing to like help out in a pinch but the speaking to other humans is like maybe not your favorite thing to do so Oh no, I am highly introverted. I hate <laughs> conversation. That's not my thing. This is horrible, but I will do it because you all asked nicely. That's where we're at. Of course, yes. <laughs> well, uh, on that note, I'm told that you and Riley share an affinity for an amaretto sour. Yeah, I think I'm the one that actually put <gasps> Riley on that drink. You're the introducer. Um, can you tell me how you landed on an amaretto sour? Like, how how did that become a thing for you? Yeah, so while I was in college, I didn't really have, like, a mixed drink or anything that I would, you know, drink. I didn't have, like, a set drink that I would get when I went out or anything. Yeah. Yes, (laughs) yes. And then I had had a friend who said, every time I go to this bar in Sioux City, I always have to double fist an amaretto sour. (laughs) And then I said, well, it must be good then. So I tried it and liked it. And I think an amaretto sour is, like, it's an unsung beverage. I always forget about them. We went. Riley, like the Sioux City office, went to a local establishment for a happy hour and he ordered one. And I was like, you know, that is a good idea. Like, it's just it's easy and pleasant and um, not like a it won't knock you out. Like, it's a nice. I don't know. You don't have to get sloppy when you drink an amaretto sour. It's like a, it's like a fruity lemonade. Yeah. Yes. hundred percent. Amaretto also, like that almond flavor is one of my favorite things. Like when I bake almond frosting, nothing like it. There is nothing better than almond buttercream. I, that's a hill I will die on. So that's what it reminds me of. So it, when you make an amaretto sour, do you, do you include it with bourbon or what, what drink, what alcohol do you put in it? Usually, Amaretto is the alcohol. It's a liqueur. So like the amaretto is the is like a flavor and it's also the booze. That's why it's not like super hefty. It's just um it's pleasant. It's not like a like a bread bowl and vodka where you're gonna go crazy. It's just like a nice I don't know, it's nice. Yeah. Well, it includes the amaretto liqueur, but yeah. then some I've read some places people put like bourbon and stuff in it, which I've never heard of that. I that is surprising to me. I wonder if that wouldn't be considered something different, like a different beverage. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some recon. 
I'm going to let you know what I find out on that. I'm going to ask my home bartender, resident bourbon expert, and and see what he says. I I want to like Google while we're doing this right now, but that feels like not a productive use <laughs> of our time. But the recipe for those of you at home who might also be interested in trying an amaretto sour, we've got an ounce and a half of amaretto liqueur, which is very fun to say. One ounce of simple syrup, which is just equal parts sugar and water. Or if you want to get punchy, you can do like one and a quarter parts, I think, of sugar and water to um, sweeten it up a little bit. Three quarters ounce fresh lemon juice. And then you can garnish with an orange slice and a maraschino cherry, which feels extra, but I like it because I like a snack with my beverage. So that's great. Um, and then you just uh, shake up all of the uh, amaretto simple and lemon juice and then um away you go it's pretty tasty yes very very tasty. <laughs> cheers to that <laughs> um i am excited to hear what riley had to say about black hat seo and um also curious if you have any nuggets for us before we get to the interview yeah, um, his interview was great. Um, he talked about some great points yeah. with Black Hat SEO and different things that um, can really bring your site down yeah. and get penalized. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, stay tuned for that good nugget. And Christian, thank you one more time for being here. I am so glad we got to chat. Thanks for having me. All right. Hey, Riley. How you doing today? I'm doing really good. How are you, Rich? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, I have not had caffeine today, so that's a bit of a challenge, and it's already afternoon, but uh, I'll survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not here to talk about my caffeine habits. Um, we could do that. Some Maybe that'll be another podcast episode here one day. Um, but today, uh, you're here to talk to us about like what is Black Hat SEO? What's the dark side of SEO? How can Google... Basically, it might, the question might be, how can I prevent Google from penalizing me uh, in my search results? But before we get to that, I want to talk a little bit about the Amaretto Sour, our drink that we talked about for this episode. So I was told that you chose this drink for your episode. Mm-hmm. I did. All right. Give me your history with Amaretto Sours. Um, it's a very quick history. Um, I don't do a ton of cocktail drinking, but this is one that I found pretty right a, pretty straight away. And uh, it has been my normal every time I go somewhere. It's kind of like, you know, when you go to like a restaurant, like if they do something or like if they have a dish, like you have to judge them off of a dish. I mm-hmm. like that's my drink. Like, Oh, so you judge restaurants on how good their Amaretto Sours or bars? Yes. Wow. That's interesting. It's also interesting for me because it's a really good, like, step-up drink from, like, college. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. like just throwing some vodka and Mountain Dew together and calling it a cocktail. Mm -hmm. This is one of those that it's easy to drink, it's easy to find, it's usually cheap on a menu. Um, But, yeah, it can be really delicious. Okay, well, cool. Uh, I will be uh, anxiously awaiting your review of all of the Sioux City and Omaha bars and where they rank on Amaretto Sours. Should be coming soon. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, so let's get into it. Um, What is Black Hat SEO? So to put it lightly, Black Hat SEO is just doing unethical, unethical ways of trying to rank higher in search. So not doing like normal things, just kind of like, you know, 
called black hat for a reason you know well yeah because like, cowboys the bad cowboys wore black hats and the good cowboys wore white mm-hmm. hats that was the lone ranger taught us that mm-hmm. right so you're not doing you're not doing the right things you're doing bad things to gain higher on google's end so you're trying to cheat the system you're yes. trying to game the system exactly um, so does it work like can i cheat the system and can i like get better search results well some people do think that it works but SEO is a long game. This is a very short-term mindset. So if you're going to do something like this, it may work in short-term, but like I said, it's long-term. It's going to catch up with you eventually. Okay, so I might get this good bump and I think, oh my God, this is working really great. But then Mm -hmm. at some point, my guess is that Google will catch me, like the robots will come in and be like, hey... We're seeing that you've done some things that you shouldn't have done. And mm-hmm. then, so what are they going to do then when they catch me? What happens? So you have a couple of options. You either get penalized and you get ranked lower, so it's counterintuitive, or they can just knock you off completely. Yeah, they can just take you right out of the search results, exactly. right? Google can just like line item me out and be like, mm-hmm. you know, no, bad company, bad website. Mm-hmm. You know, you're done. Time out. You're put in a corner. Exactly. So really doing black SEO is like you're just rolling your dice on if you're going to get lucky or not by Google finding you out. So Well, and I think in my experience, they will always find you mm-hmm. at some point. Um, I know we've had a few clients come to us and say, hey, like my search was really great and now it's not. And I'd hired this company to do this. And we can just jump in and analyze it and find, you know, the five or 10 things that they've done and be like, oh, yeah, like it was really great. And then you got penalized mm-hmm. um, and then we'll work to get them out of the penalty box. So what are some of those things you look for? Like, like, say I was, you know, I have a website and I hired somebody to do some SEO and it looks really good, but I'm concerned that maybe they're doing some shifty things. What do I look at? Like, what do I look for? So you can, I mean, there's some like top level stuff. So like you can look for keyword stuffing. Okay. What's that? So keyword stuffing would be overusing keywords in your pages instead of just using them normally. Um, so, so I put the word like digital, I put the phrase digital marketing agency 53 Mm -hmm. times on our homepage. Exactly. Like you're just trying to overuse the word. So Google sees like, oh, this must be about digital marketing agency. And that used to be how Google worked, right? Mm -hmm. The more you use the keyword, the higher your rank, Mm -hmm. but they're smarter than that now. And that not only does that not work as well, but you can actually get dinged for it. Exactly. If you overuse keywords, you can now get penalized for that. Okay, what else? Like there's a whole bunch of stuff, right, that can fall into that? So cloaking is another one. This one um, is pretty interesting. So when you do SEO, you submit your um, you submit your website. Your uh, sitemap. Your sitemap. Thank yep. you. No problem. <laughs> you submit your sitemap, and that basically tells Google, like, this is what they can crawl. This is what your website is. Um, makes it easier for them. You could basically submit a false sitemap so they think that your website is about something completely different, or they could they only see a certain amount of your website. That's bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I guess in part because one, we don't do these things here, but exactly. Um, also, like, I feel like if you just make a good website and it's got the right content on it, and you submit it, like, I can't even begin to think of how I would submit a fake sitemap for our exactly. website. Um, God, that's just crazy. A lot of these are really weird, like, alternative routes that Google just does not like. I mean, it's just, just do it the right way. It's not that hard to do it the right way. Um, 
Yeah, so one that I know, sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. Um, One that I know that we've seen and that used to be popular, again, when it was all about like when Google was just looking at the surface of your site, um, like link farms Mm -hmm. or even just like, you know, not even a whole site that's a link farm, which we've seen, but just like I've got my page of all of my association links and my affiliate links and my customer links. It's just a page full of links. Mm -hmm. So that used to be really popular, but I know we advise against that. Um, so what's the deal with that? Why does Google hate link farms? I mean, to me, it's just like you're putting all of your links on one page. Um, Google likes to see that you have them. It's, it's kind of like keywords. Like if you're overusing them, Google kind of sees that you're up to no good. Um, it's better to, just like I said, just like keywords, spread them out naturally. Don't just like throw them all in one page and hope that Google's going to put you in number one. Okay, know? so I can still have these links to other pages because yes. links out to another page is mm-hmm. good as long yes. as that page is good or that site is good. Exactly. But I just need to like move them around organically in my mm-hmm. content or put them in logical places or maybe have a logo list or something. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. Anything else in that area like the tactics? What's your like what's your I guess your favorite, which would make would that make it your least favorite? What do you think is that the most evil be. tactic? Um probably blog comment spam. We see this a lot. Oh, yeah. Especially with a lot of just like the spammy bots where usually it's a bunch of like porn sites, but they just like you have they take um like a blog that's like completely irrelevant to what they're trying to do. And they just spam the crap out of it with all of this, like visit my site, visit my site, like all this stuff. It just doesn't work. Nobody's going to click on that. So they're shoving links into exactly. your blog, hoping that Google sees your blog and maybe your site's more quality and Google mm-hmm. gives them a little bit of boost, but also hoping that somebody like reading our blog about digital marketing, like planning mm-hmm. clicks on the Viagra link that's <laughs> in the, like, does that make sense? Of course. I don't know. Boost your digital marketing with Viagra. I don't think that works that way. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And we've seen, I've even seen it. That one's so bad where um, they took over an entire site. So Mm -hmm. we had a client where on certain Google search results, but not all. And it was very bizarre when you clicked, you got their domain, but it was just, it was basically like a really, really crappy, like pharmacy Mm -hmm. site. Um, but then sometimes you would click other results and you would get their, their main site. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually took it, we moved their host and we cleaned everything up and then locked it down and they haven't had a problem since, which is good. Um, but those get really expensive. We don't like, it's not cheap to fix that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really undoing a lot of just like terrible stuff that you've been doing over the past, like however long. And it's just like, it's better to just start the right way. Cause then you don't have to spend all that time undoing what you've been doing. Yeah, because there are, I mean, are there ways, so let's just say I had somebody doing my site and they were doing all these black hat things. Then I realized like my SEO traffic has gone way down. My rankings are way down. So I'm like, okay, they were doing some bad stuff. So I fire them Mm -hmm. and I hire somebody else to like be like, hey, clean this up. So do I just have to wait for Google to like see that it's cleaned up? Is there any way I can accelerate that process? Well, obviously going through, you know, tell your agency first that you've experienced a lot of this black hat stuff so they know what to do. Um, yeah, so you don't have to go dig around and be like, and wait two exactly. weeks to find it and be like, oh, like this is what was going on. Mm-hmm, exactly. Do that first. Um, SEO is a very um, long-term game. You won't see a ton of like immediate results that fast. 
that's another testament to like if somebody's trying to show you all these results really fast, probably should steer clear. It's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, you should expect them to resolve. Like if, if this agency is trying to undo a lot of the stuff that they've been doing in the past, you should see a slow and steady uh, improvement on a lot of your keywords and all that kind of stuff that you're trying to rank for. Um, they're not going to get you number one overnight. So yeah, nobody can do that. Exactly. Like anybody who promises, you know, I can guarantee you the number one result. They're lying to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about like, I assume, um, you know, so when I create a new site, I submit my sitemap to Google. Mm-hmm. So I assume that if like, say somebody's done that cloaking thing and they submitted a fake sitemap, mm-hmm. if we get things cleaned up and we submit a new sitemap to Google, that should be an indicator to Google. Like, Hey, come back and look like, we're better, like we promise, we're, you know, we're cleaner, we're sexier, all of that. Mm -hmm. And they'll come back. And that helps, but to your point, it's not going to like instantly jump me back to where I was, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because we're trying to stop this, you know, train from being derailed. We've got to get it back on the tracks Mm -hmm. first and then slowly start to accelerate it. Exactly. To get back where we're going. Especially if you haven't been penalized yet, you should definitely like start backtracking now before you do get penalized because it'll be just that much harder. To get your ranking back. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think through. So, I mean, I realize that we're in a society where we, you know, people fall for like the Nigerian prince is going <laughs> to send them money. Or I think the latest one was um, the the queen wasn't really dead. She was kidnapped and please send me $300 at this link. That actually went out. I have uh, not in, heard that. It was an Instagram DMs. It was a really weird one. Uh, maybe you're just not old enough to be like targeted for that. That's amazing. Um, I wasn't either, so I'm not old <laughs> enough either. I saw it in a news report. But um, why do people fall for like the black hat stuff? It's just it's just that false promise of fast results. It's it's always that like, hey, if you do this tactic, you can get number one overnight. Like I just said, like, don't fall for that stuff. If somebody is trying to false promise you all that kind of stuff, they're up to shady business. Like, it's a long game. It's not short term. So too good to be true, too fast to be true. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. It is not true. Mm -hmm. All of that Um, common sense stuff. Got it. So I know that there are people out there who sell like black hat SEO tactics to people and they obviously don't say, hey, this is only going to work for a little while and then you're going to be screwed. Mm -hmm. Um, Why do you think they believe in that tactic are they just trying to make a quick buck do you think yeah i i definitely believe like if they're not if they're selling you tactics and they're not like giving you anything else like not there to answer questions after the fact it's definitely like make a quick buck and disappear like nigerian prince got style. it sure <laughs> once you send him the money you never hear from him again exactly yeah. well he's free now so he doesn't need your well money true anymore. true and so he why would he call you you send him the money already um all right so let's talk about um i'm just trying to look so we talked a little bit about some alternatives to like link farms and keyword stuffing like how you avoid that and how you do that the right way um so like how do i get backlinks like if i'm out there buying a bunch of backlinks which is a bad thing obviously um how do i get backlinks if i'm not going to go pay for them well you can get them naturally by just having good services good products whatever you're doing just getting your name out there like if somebody likes your product they're going to let people know that's obviously like an easy one you don't have to do anything about that to try to get it but if you're doing um blogs and all that kind of stuff a lot of the inbound marketing 
you can actually reach out to people and see if they have equal content that you can be like, hey, this is something like, send me, like, if you want to backlink me, this is some interesting stuff about this topic and all that kind of stuff. So just like doing them ethically, like asking for them, not paying for them, not doing all that shifty crap. Mm -hmm. Just doing that, you know. And looking for relevant stuff, exactly. right? So like if I had gone, like say we went really deep in a blog post on just backlinks, but mm -hmm. we knew somebody else, maybe not an agency because that would be weird. Agencies don't usually backlink to mm -hmm. each other. But maybe there was an industry like American Marketing Association or somebody had an article about multiple SEO tactics and they did include, included just a paragraph about backlinks. We could reach out to them and be like, hey, like mm -hmm. you should link to our article, you know, as a for more information in your article. And like that'd be, oops, ooh, I bumped, <laughs> bumped my thing. Sorry about that. That would be really, uh, really good for you. It'd be good mm -hmm. for us, that kind of thing. Exactly. So find those logical connections. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously like, use your own stuff like mm -hmm. if i've got um like my own social media should link back to my things i should exactly. post my blogs on my social media and send mm -hmm. them out in like newsletter emails and things like mm -hmm. that um all right cool those are easy like quick winning ones just like doing your own thing and also like you can use different online tools that will allow you to see like oh this is some content that you wrote a blog about like this also has a link but it's broken Maybe offer them your link. And yeah, the four four backlink thing. Exactly. I think we talked about that on a previous podcast or a future podcast or some podcast <laughs> somewhere. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I think that's a really good reference. Like, check out like mm -hmm. we do have a positive version of this. Like all the good stuff you can do for SEO exactly. um, out there as well. So any last thoughts on on fixing these problems caused by Black Hat? Like. I think you said it wasn't easy, right? Yeah, it's definitely not easy. Um, just as like a parting word of encouragement or just some knowledge, just don't partake in them to begin with. And if you already have, start backing your way out of it now before you do cause some real damage. Yeah, because you really can. As a child of the '80s, I'm just going to take you back to Nancy Reagan's. Don't just say no. Yes, like just say no. Which oddly enough, as a campaign, did not work well, and there's a whole lot of viral reasons for that. But um, yeah, when it comes to SEO tactics, I think if something seems too good to be true, uh, it is, and mm -hmm. you should probably look elsewhere. I think the other thing that you had said that was interesting is if somebody is only bringing you tactics, that's a really good red flag. Mm -hmm. There should really be a strategy above those tactics. Exactly. Um, and some backup for what they're, what they're going to bring to you as well. Because mm -hmm. tactics without strategy is kind of just you know, shooting in the dark, but with black hat SEO, like it'll work short term, mm -hmm. um, but it's not going to take you where you need to be. Mm -hmm. All right. I think that kind of wraps us up for today. Um, I think we should maybe just head out and have a couple Amaretto Sours and uh, call it an afternoon. I really do need to get that review up. So, yes. I need yeah. to start reviewing the local you area. Will, you will never rank for best Amaretto Sours if you never get that review up. Exactly. I really need to. Maybe I could watch the podcast of False, um, whatever that one was. Um, not knowing how to start up or whatever. Oh, failure to launch. Failure, yes. There failure we go. to launch. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a very good one. Yes. Uh, just go do it. All right. Thanks, Riley. No problem. 
That's it for another episode of Cocktails, Tangents, and Answers. We hope it was as much fun to listen to as it was to make. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at at Rich Mackey. I try not to make it too difficult. It's just my name. And you can find our agency at antidote underscore seven one. That's A-N-T-I-D-O-T-E underscore seven one on Twitter and Instagram as well. And you can find me at home sipping a craft cocktail prepared by my in-home bartender. It's my husband. We'll be back with another episode every other week and a whole new cocktail recipe, plenty more tangents, and of course, answers to those pressing marketing questions. And if you'd like to send us a question, you can go to ctapodcast.live to send us an email. Or you can call our hotline at 402-718-9971 and leave us a voicemail. Your questions might be used for future episodes of the podcast. For now, like and subscribe and tune in next time. 